Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me. And with me today is my daughter, Jerry Ann. It's the Jerry and Jerry Show, <laughs> praise God. And so uh, we want to encourage you to just uh, relax for a few moments and give us an opportunity to impart into your life, share the Word of God, share some testimonies, and encourage you to just stay in faith. Don't ever, ever give up. God is on your side, and if God be for you, no one can successfully be your enemy. Praise God. We've been talking about the power of thanksgiving and praise over the last three weeks, and today we're going to continue talking about that. And I want to encourage you, if possible, if you have your Bibles, join with us, take notes, and get ready to be blessed. Praise God. In Psalm 22, David makes this statement, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. Notice he says that he in he inhabits the praises of his people. I looked up the word inhabit, and it simply means this from the literal Hebrew. It means enthroned, which literally means that he creates a dwelling place among those that praise him. In other words, a dwelling place would imply that God's presence is there. And where God's presence is, God's power is. So I want to make this statement to you. Praising God in the midst of impossible-looking situations brings His power on the scene. I want to say that again. Listen closely. Take notes. Praising God in the midst of impossible-looking situations brings His power on the scene. So that's another reason why you need to praise God when you're facing what looks to be an impossible situation. Don't give up. Don't fret. Don't worry. Don't, don't throw in the towel, so to speak. Praise God, even in the midst of that test and trial. Because when you praise God, He inhabits the praises of His people. He's enthroned in the praises of His people, which means His presence will be there and His power will be there to bring you through and to give you a breakthrough. Amen. Uh, Psalms 104 tells us to enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise to be thankful unto Him and bless His name. It says to enter into His gates. That's a place you go to. Yeah. Enter into that praise and thanksgiving. And it should be something that you continually do. Yeah. Psalms 34, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's where it starts, is mm -hmm. through your mouth, that you're speaking it out. It says, my soul will make its boast in the Lord. That's your mind, your will, and your emotions, that your soul is going to yeah. speak. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. It says to continually. That's something that you do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Praise should be a part of who we are every single day. Right. And when it says continually, and meaning all the time, that means when things are good and when things are bad. Right. Now, I've had people say, well, Brother Jerry, that's just not my style. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, is your style working? <laughs> <laughs> if your style is not working, then maybe you ought to change your style. Amen. So the Bible teaches us that we not only praise God in the good times, but we praise God in the bad times as well. Mm -hmm. And it sets you up for a major breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a good example of it from 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 6. It says, O Lord our God, 
God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the earth? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Now this talking about a time when God's people were totally outnumbered by enemy forces. And now they're saying, God, aren't you the God that is, that is more powerful than our enemies? Aren't you the God that, that does marvelous things? Aren't you still the God that delivers your people? Mm-hmm. And if you keep reading, it says in verse 12, neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying this situation in the natural is impossible. And we don't know what to do, but our eyes are still upon you. And as they continued to inquire of the Lord as to what He wanted them to do, He told them, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed. And then this was His instruction to them, right along with don't be afraid and don't be dismayed. Verse 21 says, go out before this army and say, praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever. And don't you know in the natural, they're thinking, God, is that the best you can come up with? <laughs> I mean, if you take a look, God, we're totally outnumbered by enemy forces. And you're wanting us to go out and stand in front of them and say, praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever. Mm-hmm. God, surely you can come up with something better than that. But that's what He said. And if you keep reading, verse 22 says, And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments up against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, and they were smitten. Notice God gave His people a great victory. And what brought about this great victory? Praise. Praise in the midst of adversity. Praise when they didn't feel like doing it. Praise when it looked like the most foolish thing you've ever done. But notice, praise was the solution. And it's still the solution, praise God. So you need to learn to begin to praise God even in the midst of your storms, in the midst of your impossible looking situations. You're not praising God for the storm, but you're praising Him in spite of it. And you're praising Him because you believe that He and only He can deliver you. Well, when you begin to praise, it's going to shut your mind up. The fear, the doubt, the worry, the frustration, whatever it is that your mind is entertaining, when you begin to open your mouth and speak praises to God, that has to shut up. And that's faith. You're you're creating faith and it's going out into the atmosphere when you begin to praise God. That's right. And you said the other day, I heard you preach at Heritage of Faith, the depth of your praise determines the magnitude of your breakthrough. Yeah, you know, that came from a supernatural visitation that I experienced in 1992 in Liberty, Texas, in my hotel room. Mm -hmm. And and the Lord appeared to me and He said, uh, my people know me as Savior. Some of them know me as baptizer in the Holy Ghost. Some of them know me as healer and deliverer. He said, but they don't all know me as the God of the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. He said, if they did, then they wouldn't be so quick to give up. And then He said, you tell them that they are to praise me while they're waiting for their breakthrough Mm -hmm. because the depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. That's so good. And and I went to that church there in Liberty 
and preached that that night. And I'm telling you, we had some supernatural breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. And I began teaching it everywhere I went. And then eventually I wrote a book about it mm -hmm. and it's gone all over the world. Yeah. The depth of your praise determines the magnitude of your breakthrough. In other words, if, if you just say, well, praise the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and that's it. Mm -hmm. that, that's not a whole lot of depth. Right. That's a good starting place, you know, but there's not a whole lot of depth to that. And then he said, the depth of your praise will determine the magnitude. In other words, just how big a breakthrough do you need? Mm -hmm. How major is it? Well, it will determine how big your breakthrough will be. Mm -hmm. So you need to learn to praise God, just like these people did, even though it looked foolish, even though it looked like, uh, you know, what is this going to help? Mm -hmm. How is this going to help? You know, even the story of the walls of Jericho, when, when God told them to march around those walls seven times and the seventh time began to shout, mm -hmm. that looked like the most foolish thing in the world to do. But the walls fell flat. You can't argue with results. Right. The walls fell flat and the walls will still fall flat for you if you will do even what it seems like is the most foolish thing you've ever done. Give God praise anyway. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Praise Him in the storm. Praise Him when the walls are standing in front of you, screaming at you, we will never come down. Mm -hmm. You praise God anyway, and if you will give Him praise, He will see to it that a breakthrough will come. Well, I know for my own life, when I'm going through something, if I'll just put on worship music, yeah. and it just shuts out that... <clears throat> garbage going on in my head. Yeah. And I put on worship music, even coming here this morning in my car. I just, God and I had the best time yeah. in my car. It was just the, his presence was in my car because it was just me and him. Nothing else was on my mind mm -hmm. but worshiping him, right. thanking him for what I know he's already done in my life and what he's going to do in my life. He'll do it for you, yeah. but you have to give him a priority in your life. It can't be some quick thing, oh God, thank you, and go on. Just an attitude of praise throughout the day. It brings results. I like to say, give God something to work with. Yes. Yeah. You know, Psalm 8 verse 2 says this, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Now, Jesus is quoting this, and it's recorded in Matthew chapter 21 verse 16, but he quotes it a little differently. Now remember Psalm 8 said, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. Mm -hmm. Jesus said it this way, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou perfected praise. Mm. So I believe what Jesus is endeavoring to get across to us is this, strength comes from praise. That's good, yeah. Strength comes from praise. When you're feeling your lowest, mm -hmm. if you will praise God, yeah. When you're feeling your saddest, well, if you will praise God, if you're feeling like nothing's working in your favor, mm -hmm. if you will praise God, Jesus is telling us that strength comes from praise. Yeah. So when you're praising God, at the same time you're praising Him, God is, is producing strength on the inside of you, mm -hmm. strength to overcome. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Right. Well, what happens if you have no joy? Yeah. You have no strength. Yep. What happens if you have no strength? You can't resist. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens if you can't resist? The devil won't flee. Yeah. 
What happens if the devil won't flee? You don't win. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I mean, it is so important to maintain your joy. It's so important to offer God the sacrifice of praise, even when you don't feel like it, because if you will do it, then God will bring strength to you and you'll be able to resist the devil and you'll be able to overcome him. Praise well, God. Well, there's so many examples of it in, in Psalms. <clears throat> David did that often. Yes. He was down and I mean, he is low, but he's always strengthened himself and it was through praise. Yeah. And he often brought in the musicians and the instruments yeah. to to create that atmosphere of praise. Yeah. So to pull himself out of that depressed state he would mm -hmm. be in at times. You can't praise God and stay depressed at the same time. No, you can't. No, and you, you just make, make a note of that. Mark my words, try it, you'll like it, <laughs> uh, as the old commercial used to say. <laughs> you can't praise God and stay depressed. So if you begin to praise God, you'll overcome depression. Not only that, but you'll overcome a whole lot of other things that you've been going through. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, a great example of how praise can bring supernatural results. Listen to this in the book of Acts, chapter 16, uh, verses 25 and 26. And I know you're familiar with the story. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Now, they had been thrown in prison, if you'll read a little further back. They've been thrown in prison for preaching and for, uh, you know, magnifying the Lord and so forth. And their, their, their backs are bloody. They're bleeding. They're in chains. They're in prison. And at midnight, Paul tells Silas, let's begin to praise God. And they begin to sing praises unto God. And the Bible goes on to say, and the other prisoners heard them. Mm -hmm. So they weren't doing it real quiet, you know, praise the Lord, praise <laughs> the Lord. They were singing loudly enough for all the other prisoners to hear them. Mm -hmm. And it says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken, the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. Notice that they were praising God in unfavorable conditions. They were praising God when their backs were bleeding, their backs were hurting, mm -hmm. they're in chains in the natural. They don't have one reason to praise God, but they did so anyway. They offered the sacrifice of praise and notice it produced supernatural results. Mm -hmm. What do you suppose God would do if you were begin to praise God in your negative circumstances. If you were begin to, uh, to praise God, even in the most impossible looking situation you've ever been through, what do you suppose God would do? He's no respecter of persons. Mm -hmm. He may not send an earthquake, but he would do something supernatural because that's what he does, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. He answers the prayers of his people. He responds to their faith. He responds to their praise. So. On the other side of your praise is a major breakthrough waiting for you. Hallelujah. Well, your mind in the natural, it doesn't make sense to praise God while you're going through something. But it, again, it's an act of faith. And yeah. I found this scripture that in Psalms 149, verse 6, the Passion Translation. It says, God's high and holy praises filled their mouths, for their shouted praises are their weapons of war. Yeah. It's a weapon it's against a weapon. the enemy. It yeah. confuses him when you begin to praise right in the middle of a crisis or a trial. 
Your mind won't understand it, but no. you're releasing faith when you begin to praise Him, and it becomes a weapon of war. Yeah. That's and powerful. That's, that's the last thing He, Expects he thinks, you. expects, or hopes you to do. Well, especially if He's been keeping a <coughs> file on you yeah. based on how you reacted the last yeah. time. Confuse Him this time. Mm -hmm. Do something a little different. Begin to laugh and praise Him Praise God right in the middle of the storm. Well, there's an example of that with God's people being outnumbered by enemy forces. And God said, okay, send the singers and the praisers up front. And the Bible says it confounded the enemy. Mm -hmm. So it still confounds your enemy. He does not expect you to do that. Right. I wrote in my notes, uncommon situations require uncommon response. Mm -hmm. uh, praising God in the midst of an impossible looking situation is very uncommon. Right. Most Christians wouldn't think of doing that. Uh, so uncommon situations require uncommon response. So if you will praise God, even when you don't feel like it, even when the situation doesn't call for it, you know, uh, most people wait until uh, good things are happening, then they praise God. But if you can do it when bad things are happening and when it looks like you will never break through, then praise God, your uncommon response is going to produce uncommon results. Mm -hmm. So turn your praise up another notch. Yes. Turn it up another notch. Do it anyway, whether you feel like it or not. If you will begin to practice praising God, no matter how you feel, no matter what your circumstances are saying, no matter what anybody else thinks, you just praise God anyway. You can't argue with results. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I remember someone telling me one time that they had a, a, a really, really impossible looking financial situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, the amount they needed was staggering. And they said, they sought the Lord as to what do I do? And they said, it really wasn't my fault that I had this thing. I, I kind of was uh, put in position. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was like taking over uh, a family business, mm -hmm. and the problems were already there before they took leadership. Yeah. And he said, Lord, what do I do? And he said, laugh. Oh. And he said, laugh, what at? And he said, you laugh, you rejoice, rejoice in me that I'm your God and I'm the God that can enable you to overcome. Mm -hmm. And he said, begin to laugh. And he said, man, I started out just, you know, just a ha, 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 and didn't have a whole lot of faith in it. And he said, but after I started doing it, I got so caught up in it, I couldn't contain myself. I, I, I just couldn't stop. And I began rejoicing and rejoicing. And he said, and I got up the next day doing the same thing. And I got up the next day doing the same thing. And he said, over a period of time, and he said, it wasn't a real long time. It was just a matter of a, a, a few months. God turned that situation completely around. Mm. And he said, I know that it was because he told me to laugh and to rejoice and to praise God. And it became my weapon oh, against yeah. the adversary. That's uncommon. That's uncommon. <laughs> I mean, you talk about uncommon. Yeah. When's the last time you laughed when you're facing an impossible situation? Mm -hmm. And you're not laughing, pretending it's not there. You're laughing because you know that God is greater than your problem. You know God is bigger than your problem. And when you know God is, is just uh, waiting to, to produce a major breakthrough for your life, 
then that gives you a reason to rejoice. And laughter is a, is a byproduct of rejoicing. Praise well, God. I've been in many services with you where you've told us, how would you act if the answer or breakthrough had already happened? Yeah. How would you respond? That's how we should get up every single day knowing that it's coming. Yeah, that's that right. That breakthrough is coming, that victory is coming. Amen. How would you act? We'll start today acting like that. Amen. Well, the short time we've got left, I want to read to you Psalm 96, uh, starting in verse 1. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless His name. Show forth His salvation from day to day. Notice how many times the Scriptures tell us to do something continually, mm -hmm. and particularly where praise is concerned. Yeah. Declare His glory among the heathen, His wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Do you do this? When's the last time you praised God because He's great and He's greatly to be praised? Mm -hmm. The Bible says that we are to praise Him continually simply because He's great and He's greatly to be praised. And verse 8 says, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. Mm -hmm. In other words, God deserves your praise. God does not think that it's unreasonable to ask you to give glory to Him, to praise Him. And the message translation says, God is great and He's worth a thousand hallelujahs. Oh, that's, that's good. good, isn't it? He's worth a thousand hallelujahs. So I want to encourage you to begin praising Him right now. Praise Him when this, air, this program goes off the air and you just keep praising Him because God has got a major breakthrough just on the horizon. Watch this. We'll be back in just a few moments. God designed you for the good life. Allow Jerry Savelle to inspire your faith with this special resource package. In this eye-opening two-CD teaching, Living the Good Life, Jerry shares how the Bible paints a glorious picture of the life God has prepared for you and how you can tap into it. You'll discover how to get fed up with barely getting by, why your covenant with God works, and what can keep you from living the good life. Are you tired of being held back by limitations, not experiencing your full potential? In this powerful book, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing, Jerry reveals what 
it really means to be blessed, why the blessing is important, what you must do to walk in the blessing, and so much more. When the blessing of God is on your life, you're not limited to the natural anymore. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org right now and request your copy of the Power of Thanksgiving and Praise special package, the two-CD series, Living the Good Life and Living in the Fullness of the Blessing book. It's time to remove all limitations and start living the good life that God has promised to you today. I want to encourage you to go on our website right now and order this package. This is the last week that we're doing this series, so you can get this package. Daddy gets embarrassed, but I think he's the best preacher in the world. <laughs> so you can take him home with you. This CD, it's two CDs, Living the Good Life, and he can go with you in your car everywhere you go. And then he also wrote this book called Living in the Fullness of the Blessing. These are just powerful books that you can just read quickly, but they're full of the Word of God. So I encourage you to go, don't delay, go to the website. If you're interested in getting our magazine, you can go on the website and subscribe for that. Also, I would encourage you to become a partner with this ministry. You know, he's not only my dad, but I believe in this ministry. I support this ministry financially. And if you've been blessed by this ministry and you've never considered being a partner, go on our website and join up and become part of our family today. We would love to have you. Amen. Praise God. We are so excited about these testimonies that we receive. Here's one from Claude. It says, praise God, I just received my largest commission check in 20, no, two and a half years of employment with my new job. God is faithful and praise God for my harvest. We rejoice with you, Claude. And I just think that God's got some more things in store for you, some greater blessings. So just keep right on trusting him and keep right on praising him. Here's one from Chris. A few months ago, Brother Jerry mentioned my prayer request on his broadcast. I was believing for a new job. I got that job in late January of 2017 and just received a promotion and a raise. Praise the Lord, Chris. That's exciting. And God is faithful. God is awesome. And I believe once again, just like I said about Claude, he has so much more in store for you. If you haven't shared your testimony with us, please do so. I love reading them and uh, we love sharing them from time to time on our broadcast so that it inspires other people just like you to believe God, to stay in faith and to dare to believe that a breakthrough is awaiting them just like you've experienced. Once again, uh, I want to encourage you to join with us next week because we're going to begin a brand new series of lessons and you don't want to miss it. And I want to thank my daughter, Jerry Ann, for being with me for the last four weeks. Praise God. Thanks it's for been having me. a great blessing to have you. And also I want to remind you that Jerry Ann has her own ministry. She travels all over the nation and around the world as well. And so if you're interested in having her come and minister in your church or fellowship, uh, your ladies meeting, or, or whatever. She'll even come to your motorcycle rally. And, uh, <laughs> I like motorcycles. It, yeah, she likes <laughs> motorcycles. So we'll put her website and all of her information on the screen. So be sure and invite her to come. You'll be blessed. And uh, not only that, but I'm proud of her. Thank Praise you, God. Dad. So <laughs> thank you again for joining us. We'll see you again next week. And remember, Jerry and Jerry are reminding you that your faith will overcome, overcome the world. The world. Next week, the moment you say amen, something is happening right then in the spirit realm. And if you won't give up, 
what's happening in the spirit realm will manifest in the natural. Now, I realize some of you may not understand what I'm talking about, but just listen closely. Believe you receive when you pray. That's simple. Believe you receive when you pray. Now, so many people tend to want to say, well, as soon as God does it, I'm going to give Him thanks. Now, anybody can do that. Anybody can say, thank you, Lord, after it happens. But if you learn to begin to praise God the moment you pray, that is an act of faith. That's one of the highest expressions of your faith.